0: Hey everybody, it's Nathaniel Avila reporting from San Antonio and I'm here with Timbrel Hildebrand reporting from, I think, Arlington? I am in Arlington. I got it right. So uh, today we're going to be talking about the 2009 film Race to Witch Mountain? Yes,
1: we are. Yep.
0: So what, what do you think about this film?
1: I, I, I usually have a good
0: time when I watch it. Yeah, it's one of those films that it, it's definitely one of those feel good films. So, you know what? it's definitely one of those feel good films. Like, it's a lot of fun to watch. So, uh, let's talk about. Uh, also, there's no backstory to this. I guess it kind of just happened. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, so, all right. Yeah. Uh, so, today we're going to be talking about this film. It came out in 2009, and it was made by a guy named Andy Fickman who would go on to make other uh uh films for Disney like The Game Plan which was something uh What that with The Rock too? Yeah, The Rock was in that one too. He also made Paul Blart Mall Cop too. Oh, that classic. Yeah, <laughs> if 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 anything is a Citizen Kane, it's that one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but he also did like a couple of uh, he directed some uh, musicals in 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 uh, in Los Angeles and in London. Oh, really? Yeah, he did a uh, Reefer Madness the musical, uh, and he did Heather's the musical in London. Oh, okay. So he, he's not all that. He's not all that bad. So uh, <laughs> we got uh, okay. So today, so this film basically follows a cab driver. Uh, Who's also a former convict and former former Las Vegas mafia associate. Um, Also, uh, if you're thinking about seeing the mafia more, uh, don't. They're not there very very much. They only come in like a couple (laughs) times. Yeah, and they're like, "Hey, we you gotta wait for Mr. Wolf? Who's Mr. Wolf? Don't worry about it. We never see him." (laughs) Um, but, uh, the main character, uh, Jack Bruno, is played by The Rock. So is, this is, I think, one of his more earlier performances. Uh, oh wait, no, actually, the game plan came out before this. Uh, but What's that? I was gonna say this was like one of his more earlier performances. But uh, the game plan was his first one, uh, which came out two years prior in two thousand seven. So what do we think about The Rock and his performances here? I
1: mean, I, I like Dwayne Johnson as much as the next guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I that um but uh yeah i i would say that like you know it it fits what's going on here it's funny to see him so small i'll say that like he's so tiny (laughs) So still you know gigantic i mean you see the rock nowadays like he's like this is like half of the rock
0: oh snap (laughs) is he like the pebble
1: (laughs) yeah he's i'd say he's less rocky
0: he's rocky um, hey adrian i'm less but, rocky
1: but um no no i, I like the rock fine enough i would say that like he i don't think he's one of the best actors Hollywood has to offer i think he does what he does pretty well you know movies like this where he's just kind of you know a generic i mean i'd say i mean i hate to call him generic but i mean like it is a pretty generic kind of leading man you know he's got a rough past and he's trying to do right by himself, or something like that, um, but I mean, he works for what's happening there, you know, he has this kind of strong, domineering figure, I will say that his performance is a little, just kind of like one level, probably, throughout, except when he sometimes, like, decides to shout, but, again, it's not that kind of, it's, it's, it's not a movie that's supposed to be more than that, so, I, I still enjoy him.
0: Yeah, I, I think so, too, and the thing about that is, like, um, I know he's, like, he started off as a wrestler in WWE, and, yeah like a lot of people who do WWE wrestling end up going into acting uh eventually like cuz now John Cena is getting really into it uh and uh who who else uh Ronda Rousey was in a couple of films uh and they say it's because like wrestling is is very fake so it's basically acting already so yeah. that's what they get oh I, Dave Bautista he was also a wrestler uh so yeah so it's like stuff like that and you know it's kind of cool to see uh how performances can like develop over time so we got also the new two siblings it's no longer uh tia and tony it is now seth and sarah played by anna Sophia rob and alexander ludwig so what do we think about these guys
1: I think the kids really stick out with their performances. Anna Sophia Robb is a very talented actress. I've liked her in pretty much everything I've seen her, and I think she's a very big talent. Um, the, the dude, I haven't seen him in many things, but I do think he does a really good job in this movie. I think they both do a good job of kind of conveying that sort of off-putting nature that the mm-hmm. aliens have to, that, that they have to kind of remind people that they're not human. Yeah. I think they do a good job with that. Yeah. Um, Especially since they have some difficult lines to deliver, specifically uh, specifically Anna Sophia Rob because she it's kind of up to her to do most of the uh, the exposition. So um, so yeah, like she she does a real good job, mm-hmm. uh, and I like him too. I really I really like their relationship. I think even though you know, like I said before, you know this is kind of you know it's just like an action movie, so it's not got a whole lot of character development in it. But I do like to see their interactions with each other because I really, I really do feel for the kids. They're, uh, like, it's interesting to see them interact. I I really cared about the relationship between Sarah and Seth, specifically since you see how much Seth cares about Sarah. He wants to take care of her and stuff. And I think that's, that's really sweet. So I enjoyed watching that. Uh, Yeah, it was. That that was nice.
0: I enjoyed the two of them. Yeah, and I think Alexander Ludwig actually—I uh, think he plays MacGyver now. Uh, no, actually, that's that's a different actor. I know ah. you,
1: I know
0: what you're thinking of, but that's that's actually a different dude. Oh snap! Okay. Yeah, he was in a, the dude that plays MacGyver. He played Havoc in X Men. That's so right. A different guy. Okay, I got those two guys confused. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I think he's oh he was in Vikings, so he's in Vikings oh, yeah. now. Um, Are you to Hunger Games? i he he's might like be bad guys yeah oh the yeah he was the or whatever yeah he was kato the guy with the spears yeah. okay yeah so he's doing stuff kind of uh and then we also had a sophia rob i believe she's the last role that she played was in the act back in 2019 uh oh really yeah she played
1: oh yeah she
0: was in the act i yeah. forgot about that she, she was the neighbor lacy um, and she also played Carrie Bradshaw in uh, the Carrie Diaries in 2013. Uh, yeah. So she's kind of doing she's doing stuff. Uh, so yeah, so we got these two performances and they did pretty well. So in this film, unlike in the original ones that came out in the 1970s, uh, they kind they already know that they're aliens and they're like, take to we got to go to the place and they kind of talk all robotic, like. Like stuff that you would think like a robot would talk like there would be like we need like with a giant thesaurus vocabulary. And so that's kinda of like how they do things, but the the performances really did help a lot. And so what do we think about like the uh like the abilities that they both have?
1: I thought it was really interesting. I liked that they kinda of did some new stuff as opposed to what they did in the first movies where they it felt like they kind of had the same powers in the first movie. But I thought it was interesting how in this one, they gave them different powers. And it kind of gave each of them their own thing. I right. really thought visually, their powers are really, uh, at least um, I think visually Seth's powers were really interesting to watch him kind of like alter his molecular structure and stuff. I, I enjoyed seeing that. I liked the way they conveyed that. It was simple, but still interesting to look at.
0: Yeah. Um, so yeah, so then, like, the main antagonist of this film, I believe, is, what's his name, uh, Henry Burke, who played, who's being, who's played by, uh, and Hines, he's, like, the government. Now, the government wants them, and they're gonna go, like, whoa, they're gonna, I don't know, they're gonna do stuff to them, I guess. Uh and they are gonna chop them up or something. Yeah, they are gonna they chop them up. Yeah. That sort of thing. Yeah. And also, in addition to that, we also have, like, a not the Terminator. It's a siphon. They're nothing alike. <laughs>
1: it does, it does kind of feel like the Terminator.
0: Does it? <laughs> no, because they're like, they're trained to kill. They're trained to keep on going until their target is stopped. It's nothing like the Terminator. <laughs> it's the siphon. It's different.
1: Disney's just like, no
0: one will notice. Yeah, I'm, yeah no one will notice. So, like, uh, what do we think about the character of the Siphon? How how is he? How did he play in this film? The Siphon? Yeah.
1: Uh, I mean, I'd say he's more of a plot point than a character. Yeah. You know, he's just supposed... To, he's there to kind of remind everybody that the stakes are... He, he's there to add, add an extra layer of stakes. I mean, you could argue that even his character might not even be that necessary since you already have the uh, the government as the bad guys. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I still thought he was... He was a he, he worked within the context of the film. Um, I think. Uh, yeah, I think it kind of like it, it added uh, two fronts, like two fronts. I think if anything felt unnecessary, it was the drama with the old mob boss. Since yeah, that didn't I really play much in. I think that that's the only one that didn't really feel necessary. Like the, one, the siphon actually felt fairly necessary because it was a connection to Seth and Sarah's world. So it, it was pretty interesting, even though, yeah, it, you could say it's pretty much a Terminator ripoff, but
0: yeah. Ah, okay, I see, because now they're being attacked in both fronts, like both from the Earth world and both from their world, which I don't yeah. remember the name of. So, yeah, so there's like double stakes. Yeah, so, yeah. So I think
1: that works because that makes it a little bit more interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and yeah then...
1: that's nice. If anything felt unnecessary, it was the gangster stuff. Oh,
0: and, yeah. Say, Uh, yeah that was that was that was dumb yeah but like it's i think it's also it's only there to be like whoa he's like super cool dude he could beat up a bunch of gangsters so uh and then we also have the character of alex friedman played by carla gugino uh who is a a discredited astrophysicist who gives a lecture at the ufo conference about quote-unquote hard science but everyone just laughs at her because they really are into more of the fantasy of aliens and not so much like the reality of them. Um, yeah, uh,
1: that's honestly the most unrealistic part of this movie that you'd have anyone with actual academic credentials at this glorified comic con.
0: Yeah, no, they wouldn't. They definitely would not be there.
1: They wouldn't let anyone like that in. They'd be like, "Oh no, you're too reasonable. You, you don't, you don't fit the mold."
0: Yeah, you don't fit the mold, dude. You want to yeah. talk? You want right. to? Yeah. You want to start showing pictures of stars? And, and astronomical anomalies no nah, way dude miss me with that <laughs> yeah <laughs> so what do we think about uh her character even though she kind of came in like in the halfway mark
1: um yeah i mean yeah she, she didn't come in till later but i actually i didn't i didn't i didn't hate her um a, a character like hers would probably be really easy to make annoying i would say like have kind of that stereotypical oh i'm a woman and i'm a scientist so you need mm. to listen to me you know that sort of thing i hate it they do that with the female characters and don't just make them interesting yeah but uh but uh, yeah with her i i enjoy her i think she's i think she's fun um i think it's interesting to watch her uh i think it's cool that they added someone from the scientific standpoint i like that she gets to kind of like be the brains of the operation in a sense like she helps them figure out the more logical explanation and uh Yeah, I I liked her. Like, I believed that she was smart. I believed that she knew what she was talking about, which is often my my issue with those characters. It's like, I don't believe that she's actually, you know, that she actually knows all the things she's talking about. But I I believed it with her. I did find it, and and honestly, I I found it, I was able to believe that she would join them, like, right off the bat. Because at first, you know, you would think, why is she just so anxious to join them all of a sudden? You know, Mm -hmm. she doesn't even know them. But they depicted her as being so married to this work that she has i did believe that like right off the bat she's like
0: you know yeah yeah let's help this is this is this is my life's work i want to have a part in it yeah so yeah did she like do a little bit of a pushback while when they came across with her like no i don't want to do it
1: i mean she thought they were making fun of
0: her basically yeah because they were like uh the, the before the 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 hero must go into the answer the call he must first reject the call and we must do that yeah, like in the like middle. That, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but we have to do it like in the middle for this one character. Uh,
1: yeah, <laughs> didn't have a lot of time for her, so
0: we had to get on it. We got to get on it. We got to do the the hero's journey really quick, like in the yeah. course of like a minute. <laughs> Only
1: so much time in the movie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and then also we she actually does uh, like appear in the beginning, but it, it's it's kind of like sound. It kind of was a little bit like like uh, somebody came into the script writer's office and be like. Hey, you ever heard of this thing called the Chekhov's Gun? I think you gotta introduce the character in the first act. And they're like, oh yeah. snap, I gotta do that. Uh, there's yeah, this person. I think it was a good move, mm-hmm. having her at the beginning. Yeah. Because it planted that seed that I thought was rough. Yeah, that,
1: that was good. I was glad they did
0: that. Yeah. And also, like, uh, Andy Fickman actually casted uh, Gugino in the uh, film uh, because he was a fan of the show Threshold, which she was the star of oh yeah yeah have you ever heard of that i have not oh uh, I, I haven't either apparently it got canceled after like one season
1: oh <laughs> well she must have been good in it because yeah. she wanted her for the movie
0: yeah oh and also i think uh he also uh casted anna Sophia rob after watching her performance in uh bridge to terabithia oh
1: yeah i i've, I've... Anastasia Robb is a very talented actress. I really enjoyed her child work, uh, mm-hmm. specifically in uh, Because of Winn-Dixie. You ever seen that?
0: Yeah, that was her first uh, film, right? That was her first performance? Yeah,
1: it was one of her first, at least. Yeah, yeah I enjoyed her a lot in that. Um, I
0: I remember really liking that movie.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a really good movie, but I, I digress. But yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, the, the actors, I do think, I honestly, and, you know, it's as much as it sucks to say, I do think The Rock is the one that sticks out when it comes to, like, performance stuff like you know i i would say the kids are probably the strongest actors in this movie the the adults aren't quite as strong but uh, except the uh, uh, Carla uh, carla what's her name like alex she's she's really good i liked her but yeah uh, the rock does look it, it stings out but like she's a better actress than he is but oh, you know, yeah. it, again it works for the kind of movie that it is
0: oh yeah uh do did we like buy their romantic their romance at all
1: i <sighs> I will say the romantic stuff felt a little forced yeah like that that was the thing like i think it would have made more sense if they were just kind of like colleagues like i could see them being interested in each other because they're both attractive young adults mm-hmm. but um yeah the i mean i guess since they didn't really take it all the way with the relationship like it's not like they kissed or anything like that like it was just like kind of flirtation yeah that, that it didn't bother me because, you know, it, it was a little more realistic. Like, yeah, we're interested, but it's not like we're in love or anything like that. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, I believed it. it. It was okay. It didn't bother me too much. But, yeah, if they had gone any further than that, it definitely would not have
0: felt believable. Oh, yeah. So, like, also they become also, I think they co-wrote a book together based on the uh, thing that they, the, the film. Yeah, I
1: wonder if they created anything else together
0: oh jeez dude (laughs) nice i'm kidding
1: i'm kidding but um but yeah i mean it was fine it didn't bother me yeah too much
0: yeah and then um he was able to buy the car from bullet which was was Yeah, he was yay
1: him
0: yeah and then they were like oh snap they're calling the 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 thing is lighting up the 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 space pager possible (laughs) possible sequel maybe
1: i guess they were just keeping it open yeah i think it worked it was kind of like a back to the future ending yeah where you just kind of keep it open
0: oh yeah i think like it wasn't supposed to be a sequel i'd think
1: oh no back to the future wasn't supposed to have a sequel but yeah
0: yeah Yeah. and that's why it was like a different actress playing the girl uh Mm -hmm. so um i don't remember her name but yeah so we have that stuff going on what do we think about like the special effects in this film
1: The effects to a certain degree because a lot of it is practical. Yeah. It doesn't look like they used a lot of CGI, which I like. Particularly, like when they went into that underground garden or whatever it was that was at the creepy house,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, like with all those plants and stuff. I thought that was pretty cool because all of that looked real. Oh yeah, and I enjoyed I enjoyed the practical effects there. Um, the CGI that was in the movie I found distracting because mm-hmm. most of it was real. So I i enjoyed the effects because they were real
0: yeah are you like a, a pre- you prefer uh, practical effects over special effects
1: well that's the thing like i do believe that cgi can be helpful but i think the stuff that looks best is when we use when you use the strengths of practical and special together to kind of create one thing
0: oh yeah like, that's uh...
1: that's what helps that's what i feel like is the best
0: oh yeah like, like that's... you see
1: that in kind of like the original lord of the rings movies
0: oh yeah but, the, uh, where uh he used a uh, forced perspective to make yeah. uh, hobbits look small so
1: yeah i that's why i say i like these effects because most of them are practical the stuff that was cgi like when she moved around all of the objects in jack's car like that that was a little distracting mm-hmm. the more understated special effects like seth's powers where his arm would glow blue kind of like that, didn't, that felt better because it was more
0: understated. Um, but yeah, I'd say I like the effects because most of them look real. Well. Yeah, and then uh, the one that actually kind of stood out to me the most, like the, the special effect sequence that stood out to me the most, that kind of made me uh, bend, bend over laughing was when the scene where they were being surrounded in the UFO and they were holding hands and then they were shooting the bullets at them and, oh, then, yeah. and then it was like this these this cartoony looking bullet that was just coming in they just like squishes on them and has this cartoony boing ding, boing boing yeah thing coming out <laughs> and i'm like wow come on it
1: was yeah, it was but also it's it, it, we're like we're looking at this we're like okay so these soldiers are just about to shoot two kids yeah and like all these soldiers decided at once you know what we're just gonna murder these two children i'm like I'd like to think they wouldn't be quite that quick to shoot
0: a couple of kids. Oh, yeah. Oh, snap. They're going to have some things to answer for if if, if, they, if they succeeded. And they were, they were experimenting on them, too, or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then also, I mean, yeah?
1: I mean, uh, I was going to say something. Yeah, it's hard to believe that they didn't disappear, Alex and uh, Jack, after all that happened.
0: You would think so. I know they tried to explain it away in the uh, in the th- in the uh, post-credit sequence by saying Yeah,
1: they tried, but I was like, nah, you guys be so dead. Like really
0: dead. <laughs> oh yeah. They were like, uh, the more people that would know, the less likely we are to disappear. I'm like, I don't think that's how I was it like, works. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. I, don't think... I don't... I'm pretty sure that's not how it works, Mr. The Rock. Uh, and then also, I know what you're thinking. What we're ne- missing in the in the film, we're missing a comic relief. That's right, and we get that as. Uh, I feel like they took turns. Huh? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> we get that in the film uh, in the character of Pope, played by Chris Marquette, who says. Oh, the old guy. Yeah, he he's no not not that that's uh, Gary Marshall. Uh, oh. The uh, the henchman who was like, oh, I wish I had a gun.
1: Yeah. Tom Everett Scott who plays one of the uh the government guys he was the tall white guy with curly black uh, brown hair um, oh wow who was always with the comic relief guy um he's a great actor like I feel bad that he's just in there for a couple of seconds he's in this great movie called that thing you do but that's, that's just a little tidbit that oh. I found interesting because I love
0: him but, oh yeah. yeah humble beginnings <laughs> yeah so uh, we also have that oh so you brought up also uh what was his name Harlan who who actually is like a who is another ufologist, but he is like the person who had, that is most likely going to get who would actually get into one of these conventions, who is really oh, into like the the, I mean the old dude in the uh, the mobile home. Yeah, that guy.
1: They were funny. I actually enjoyed those characters. They were. I did feel like they were a little thrown in, and that was what I found hard to believe that they just helped them all of a sudden. But they were still fun.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you think like he would actually like go on like a chase like do a like a high-speed chase again from the government? I think mean, maybe he seemed like he had
1: a couple of screws loose.
0: So yeah, and I think maybe,
1: maybe he would.
0: Yeah, I would actually believe that character would do that because he seems like to not be very pro-government. Yeah, and like I, he seems
1: very like oh, down with the
0: man, you know, that sort of thing. Down with the man and then he puts on a Q shirt. And we're like, oh no! So, like, so like, uh, yeah. And oh, also, Cheech Marin has a cameo in this film as a mechanic. Uh, oh yeah,
1: that guy. Yeah, he was he was funny. The couple of seconds he was on screen.
0: Oh yeah, good good job, guy. <laughs> so uh, yeah, and then we also have like a really nice Disney esque ending where they leave in the UFO and and yeah. everything's happy. And also, I think this is also the only film that we actually get to see. What which Mountain is Because in the other film They only say it We never actually oh, really? see I it I thought they found it They did But they were like I think they went to Like this spot So they can be Taken to Witch Mountain
1: Oh right They were Didn't they I, I couldn't remember
0: Yeah And then And then also They Also in this film There's no like Uncle who is like uh, Who might have a Get a call from Child Protective Services soon Who He's was no like
1: kidding <laughs> He's his kids brother. Oh There's a In this movie,
0: we have a cameo from Tina and Tony, though. Oh, yeah. Tony was uh, the... He was was a sheriff. Sheriff
1: Anthony.
0: Sheriff Anthony. And uh, Tia was the uh, waitress. I like to think that that's
1: actually
0: them. I would think that's a good fan theory. I would subscribe to it.
1: Because, I mean, she helps them escape.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean... Oh, yeah, and then, uh, and also, what was his name? Uh, Anthony actually also helped them as well by, like, standing up against the big government baddies. Yeah, I love it. It's
1: like they're in Texas. Like, the government guys pull out their guns, then everyone in the bar has guns. Like, I'm pretty sure they're in Texas, not, um, not Las Vegas.
0: Oh, I thought they were in, a... oh, yeah, they were, like, in Nevada somewhere. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like, and then also, the only thing they're missing is, like, cowboy hats.
1: I think they had those
0: oh snap i <laughs> need to rewatch it to see the to see that uh so yeah so uh, anything else you would like to add about this uh particular film
1: um i just think it's a fun movie like i don't like i mean i know that it's not like some deep groundbreaking film but it's just one of those movies that i love to watch because it's just fun oh, it's yeah. fun to watch
0: oh yeah uh, oh, also uh, a cool uh, little uh, uh, Easter egg. The siphon was actually designed by the same people who designed the alien and the predator. That doesn't
1: surprise me. It kind of looks like a
0: merging of those two things. Oh yeah. The only thing left, I thought I was kind of hoping, like, it, like as soon as like he was his like the siphon's face was revealed, I thought the rock was gonna say like, "You're a one ugly mother effer." No. <laughs> and then but like we no, can't do that a movie. you can't say that in a disney movie He's <laughs> rated pg it's rated PG, right and then also yeah. they defeated him very easily they punched him in the face that's yeah, how you do there, there were other bad guys
1: in the movie there was the the government
0: guy oh yeah and then he was like he had to answer a phone from washington and yeah that's it maybe he got disappeared <laughs> maybe probably yeah <laughs> uh so yeah we also uh so those are like everything about uh race to Witch mountain it's a really fun movie oh and also we have the dog which we also have to mention oh yeah
1: that did feel chintzy i will say
0: (laughs) the inclusion of the the, what was his name junkyard
1: yeah very very disney i'd Mm -hmm.
0: say yeah oh also like uh another thing that was also a little bit kind of forced where they were like like, they're our planet is dying due to pollution and greenhouse gases and oh, yeah, and, and climate change. Um, and then and then uh, what was her name? Oh, Alex was just basically just looks at the camera. Is like sounds familiar. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean it was a little
1: heavy handed, but it was such an offhand way. I mean, I didn't
0: mind it. Made sense, you know. Hmm. Yeah, no, it makes sense. And then also. Uh, and i think there were also like the motivation of their uh people was basically they wanted to occupy earth what's that they wanted like the the motivation of that alien species was they wanted to occupy earth so they can uh basically like save their their uh their race yeah we could have easily
1: had a man of steel issue
0: on our hands man of steel oh yeah and I'm like, wow, this this is very high. The stakes are very high. Yeah. Also, what was the deal about the crowd cheering when the alien got like smashed right through the the the, the monitors? I mean, I guess they thought it was part of the show. I mean, you can't possibly have thought that. You like a friggin', like light just fell down, and like sparks were everywhere, and he smashed right through it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Hello? I don't. Know. Well there there people. It was pe- funny to see the Comic-Con
1: stuff like the stormtroopers and stuff that cracked me up a little
0: bit. Oh yeah, I think they like Disney just purchased Star Wars like rat like in that year. So they were like Are you sure? I, I came don't know. Like,
1: 2009?
0: This came out in 2009, yeah.
1: I don't feel like they have Star Wars then.
0: Oh, they I did. Wrong, they might have gotten it later like in the early 2010s. But it is kind of uh, cool that they were able to use stormtroopers.
1: Yeah. I mean, they might have just
0: bought it, but I feel like it was later than that. But, yeah. I mean, Disney has the money to pay for a couple of Stormtrooper appearances. Oh, yeah. They are like, loaded with money. I think they bought Star Wars for, like, a couple billion dollars.
1: Oh, wow.
0: Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, that's uh, that's the um, Race to Witch Mountain. I think it was really interesting. Oh, there's Tom Everett Scott on the cat list, cast list. Oh, uh, yeah. He's great. Oh, yeah. He was in the Boiler Room, One True Thing dead man on campus oh wow this is pretty good so yeah so we got um that was race to wish mountain it's pretty good uh what what rating would you give it
1: um, i mean in the context of what it is i'd probably give it like a six or a seven because i mean it is just kind of a fun family action film so i don't think it deserves much more than that but it's it's good at what it does
0: oh yeah definitely oh also uh this film also has a lot of memes in it
1: Oh, from where he's like leaning back and looking at her. Yeah, I've always seen that.
0: Yeah, that was a that that's a very popular meme.
1: <laughs> it's really out of context from what's happening in that scene.
0: Oh yeah, because uh, uh, what was going on in that scene again?
1: Well, I think the two shots because the two shots you usually see in the meme is like Dwayne Johnson leaning back and looking at the kids after Anna Sophia Rob says something. Yeah, which isn't what was happening. Like those two images of her saying something and him turning back. I don't think we're consecutive.
0: Yeah, I don't think so either. I, no,
1: they're two completely different things.
0: Yeah, and I think he was looking back just to see what was behind him, because he wasn't he going in reverse or something?
1: Yeah, or maybe, like, I think, like, he had parked the car, and he turned, and he was talking to them or something. Yeah, something like but that. But it wasn't, like, a reaction to her saying something crazy.
0: Yeah. Um, also, I guess he also quit his job as a taxi driver in the middle of it, because he... I guess. Yeah, because, like, he he got one call from his boss, and then that was it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it is funny that you brought up, like, the mafia thing. I guess it kind of makes sense, because it kept him from realizing what was going on a little bit longer. Yeah. But it does kind of feel, like, I feel like they shouldn't have brought it in later. Because then suddenly, just randomly, the two guys are at Comic-Con. That's to mention, the guys playing the Hitman were not great actors. Like, he's like, yep, he just walked right by me. Big mistake. And I was like, Big oh, mistake. wow. <laughs> that one, that one was rough.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I saw that, I didn't recognize him at first. And I was like, who is this guy? And why is he talking like that? And then yeah, I was like. Isn't that guy? Uh, actually, I don't know.
1: Cause he looks familiar. I know I've seen him somewhere, but I don't, I don't remember what he's done.
0: Yeah, I don't know either. He's not. He doesn't seem to be on the cast list.
1: Yeah, maybe he's another wrestler or something.
0: Yeah, probably.
1: But I, but I feel like I've seen him in something else.
0: Hmm. I don't know. And we might need to do some research. Yeah. I'm gonna have to go into the internet and see what's up. So yeah. yeah I don't know.
1: <laughs> but yeah. That, that part just stuck out to me because it was like just really bad like
0: a big mistake it was <laughs> i was like oh my word why He just ran right past me big mistake <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so yeah that was race to witch mountain uh that was a really good i i enjoyed the film i had a yeah, lot of fun I, with it again,
1: i think it's a fun movie it's definitely i think it would be a fun it's a fun family movie. Like, it's got a little something for everyone. It's kind of that in-between where the adults can kind of still have a good time, and the kids will just, you know, go b- bananas.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They'll be like, whoa, super superpowers. I mean, honest,
1: well, honestly, it's probably for older kids, because they do talk a lot about, like, killing and stuff like that. But yeah. it is fun. I would say, in comparison to the original movie, I find this one a little more entertaining, because the other one was... I feel like
0: the stakes weren't quite as high in the original
1: movie. Oh, yeah. But uh, I don't know. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I definitely agree with that. This one's a lot more action-packed. The other, the one that came out in the 1970s, like the first one, was very much more like philosophical, which was like, yeah. whoa, who are these kids? What are they doing? Why do they have these powers? I'm like, whoa. And the sequel was a lot, it was a lot more in the same vein as this one uh because yeah, they did a lot more, the
1: honestly, like, feels more like this
0: movie. yeah um but i think this one had a lot more uh like the stakes were a lot higher in this one and it was a bit more it makes more sense in this one because it would yeah. make sense that the government would want these types of people um
1: yeah got some x-men stuff going
0: on here oh yeah x-men stuff so yeah, yeah they
1: definitely felt thank you for listening to a vision podcast home of wacky talkies The kingdom, evil exists, and many more.